Hello, Two Principles Podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all the support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Two Principles Pod, we appreciate you checking us out. Thanks for tuning in today. We want to give a big shout out to our Two Principles Podcast partners, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness and Green Boy Brand. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. On this series of the Two Principles Podcast, we explore topics around life and leadership. Jason and Kevin will have conversations around the areas of leadership, mental and physical health, stress management, and work-life balance. We'll be sharing insights and strategies to help you become a better leader and improve your overall well-being. Regardless of your role, there's something here for everyone. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Two Principles Life and Leadership Talk with JP and KJ. I'm Kevin Jost. And I'm Jason Paris. And we are the Two Principles. In this episode, we will discuss effective communication strategies that can help you succeed in your personal and professional life. JP, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I'm excited about this topic. Um, this is a, a topic that is going to impact every single listener, regardless of what they do for a job, regardless of where they live. Um, everybody communicates every day. Hey, What's the importance of effective uh, communication? Great question. Effective communication, I believe, is the foundation of any relationship. You know, like you said, whether it's at work, whether it's your friends, your family, effective communication skills are critical to understanding and to being understood. Uh, I believe it helps build trust. It creates successful partnerships, solves problems, and even prevents conflict. So what I want to do today, Kevin, is... Got some questions here, and I want to go back and forth. I want to ask you, you know, I'll ask you a question, you can ask me a question, and we'll just sure. talk about this topic of uh, effective communication. Like you said, I think this is uh, hits everybody. Yeah. I think we, we, can all, we can all improve on uh, uh, communication. So the first question I have for you, Kevin, is what challenges do you experience with communication? <laughs> Many. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a big question. Um, probably... Far too many answers to give, but I, I, you know, communication, it can be such a tricky thing and I'm sure, I'm sure everyone can relate to the challenges that come with it. There are so many factors that, that, uh, play into whether you are communicating effectively or on the flip side, receiving communication effectively. Um, I'd say for me, one of the biggest challenges is just making sure that I'm, I'm getting my message across, Mm -hmm. um, to the person that I'm communicating with and, and, Again, so many reasons why that might be difficult. Uh, sometimes I struggle with finding the right words to articulate my thoughts and ideas, which can lead to you know misunderstandings or misinterpretation. There's you know you think about like emotions and moods. How many t- how many times do we walk away from a situation after we've kind of calmed down and and said ah, I wish I would have said that different? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so just just mood and and, and emotional. Um, uh, regulation alone has such a huge impact on our ability to communicate effectively. Um, you know, I find it challenging to navigate communication uh, in different contexts or with people from different backgrounds, maybe cultural differences mm-hmm. or language barriers. Um, it's easy to have a conversation with somebody who is similar to you Um in, in all sorts of areas, right? If I'm sitting down and, and having a conversation with fellow runners, 
um, it's a super easy conversation. We know the lingo. We know the expectations. We know the the routines. We we have a commonality. But if I'm sitting down with somebody who does something or is from somewhere and is their experience is entirely different from mine, um, we have all these preconceived notions in the back of our heads that that impact our ability to communicate as well as to interpret communication. Um, and so, I mean, like I said, that's just a quick three or four things that, that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that list is endless. Right. I do. I, I do think it's endless. And um, I, it's, I think I'd go back to uh, what you said a little bit earlier. It's just you being present, right? Understanding uh, where you're at in that situation. I think it goes to that self-awareness piece. So. Mm-hmm. How about, uh, you know... If, for you, I mean, how do you overcome some of these barriers? Well, I think those barriers that you said, you know, can relate to me as well. And I think can relate to a lot of people, a lot of listeners. But, you know, just like we say on the show, I think there's just several ways you can overcome communication barriers. I don't think there's one uh, or two like, hey, here's, here's, here's the way you do it. I think for everybody, it might be a little different. But I think one of the most important uh, is to actively listen to the other person being attentive to their words and nonverbal cues. And I know for me, sometimes when you hear the word actively listening, you know, sometimes I'll be like thinking of the, what I'm going to say next, rather than just staying in tune with what the person is saying. So I think for me, uh, that is uh, something to um, overcome a communication barrier. The other thing is, I would say it's important to be clear and concise in your own communication, avoiding jargon or, or overly compa- complex language. And I think as principals and in the education field, we have a lot of different educational jargon. We have a lot of different um, what people might call complex language, but keep it simple and um, keep it clear. And I think that, that that's one way to overcome. Another one could be using visual aids or other forms of media can also help to convey uh, your message more effectively. You know, I guess, you know, being open-minded and respectful of cultural differences can go a long way in improving communication across language barriers. And I think that's so important. I think understanding that uh, where you're at, but then also understanding where the other person is at as well, too. And like I said, being open-minded and respectful of cultural differences. And then I would say, finally, practicing good communication skills regularly uh, can help build confidence and improve your ability to overcome any barriers that may arise. And again, so it goes back to that practice. The more that you do it, the more that you're aware of it, um, I think can really uh, you can really overcome those communication barriers. Now, one of the things that just popped into my head is a strategy that I've used in the past um, going into a conversation that I know might have some um, some tension behind it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I try to find some common ground. I might I might sit down and before the conversation starts with, you know, I'm thinking more of like a group um, having a conversation and saying, okay, just calling it out and saying, hey, we're, we're going to have a tough conversation, but but here's what we can't agree on. We all want X to happen or Y or whatever it is. Um, and and let's, let's try to remember that we're all trying to get to the same result. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just kind of maybe 
kind of just lowers the tension a little bit. And, and uh, again, communication, man, it's tough. It's a, it is a complicated um, animal for sure. Well, I think when you're talking both, uh, you know, if you're talking difficult conversations mm-hmm. or you're talking just regular uh, everyday conversations, I mean, there's so many different things that you're picking up on, cues, body language, yeah. all that stuff. So I think yeah. that those are great. Those are great points. How about um, uh, how about this question? Uh, how to be assertive without being rude or aggressive? Like, mm. let's just say <laughs> you're in a you're in a you're going to have a conversation and you need to communicate with somebody, and you know you're going to need to be um, uh, be assertive. How do you mm-hmm. do that without being rude or aggressive? Yeah, that's a tricky one because or an a hole. Yeah, yeah, that's so <laughs> tricky because I mean. It's so subjective, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that you communicate, I don't mean you specifically, Jason, but I mean you in general, yeah. the way that you communicate with other people, there's there's intention and then there's perception. Mm-hmm. And your intention can be nothing but good, but that perceived, um, uh, from you know, the perception from the, the listener could be wildly different and you may have not done anything wrong. So, I mean, it's just, sometimes it's just the way that it is. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's also another thing that plays into this is like, like power dynamics, you know, are you having a conversation with, with an authority figure? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're having a conversation with an authority figure, you know, there's probably a, um, an understanding that that person is going to be assertive. So could the same thing be said and perceived differently depending on a power dynamic? You know, is it somebody that is your equal and they say something and and you might think, boy, that was really rude. But your boss, if they said it, you might think, well, no, that's exactly what they should be doing. They're, they're my boss. They're being assertive. Right. Um, so I, I think that one is a tough, tough one because... You, you're you're having to read the room. You're having to read your your listener. Um, you know what's the relationship like between the two? Um, are you friends? Are you colleagues? Are you family? Don't you think it's a skill? It, I, you gotta have. I, mean, I, it's I, I do. Like a skill. But I think also there's a time. I think it's possible that you might just as a as the person communicating, you might just be in the position where that person is going to think whatever they think, regardless of what you did, regardless of what you do. And it might have more to say about the listener than, than you. But you've been, you've been in conversations or maybe you've been in meetings where you've seen somebody and you're like, wow. I mean, I've, I've I've noticed people that like, wow, they have like, maybe call it a gift, but they have a skill in. Yeah. Framing the, framing, framing the question or the statement. It. Yeah, bringing people yep. back, keeping people present, yep. letting people, you know, so... Yeah, and, and just calling it out. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as, hey, guys, I got, I got to say something, and I, and, I, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, please please understand that this is coming from a place of concern. Yeah. You know, something, something like that. So, I mean, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, it, there's a skill involved, but... What are some um, tips? You got some tips here. I know you do. Well, that's just one of them right there. I think yeah. I think uh, if you are going to say something uh, in an assertive manner, manner um, you can soften it up. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can um, front load that that statement with something that kind of takes people off their 
off the, the edge of their seat, so to speak. And um, but but some people, I mean, like I said, I, I'm just going through all I'm, all the people that I know in my life, and and some are naturally assertive and kind of maybe a little bit raw. Yeah, and they don't have that skill. I don't know. It's it's like I said, well, this well, is a complicated one. One of the things I would say, and I, and I think I've learned this in, just in marriage, and this is one of the big things, but the I statements rather than the you statements. Oh, right? yeah. Yep. So you're kind of like, um, you know, you're making me, you're always yep. interrupting me, you're doing that. Rather than, and really what you should be saying is, hey, I feel frustrated. Yeah. When I, well, you know, maybe it's when I'm interrupted or I feel frustrated or I feel what. You know those those I use uh, mm-hmm. using I statements rather than you statements would be something that I would say as a tip. What are maybe what are some other ones uh, here? You know for sure we've kind of landed on it a little bit, touched on it, but clear and concise in yep. your communication. Um, you know, st- state what you need, and and don't don't you know sugarcoat things, and and mm-hmm. just be very clear. This is what I'm requesting. Um, this is what I need. Um, maybe provide the why. Mm-hmm. You know, that always, if people understand why, there's, you know, probably less um, um, hostility there. Mm-hmm. Um, use a calm and confident tone of voice, I would say, is, is another one. Oh, you know, yeah, you, you certainly sure. don't want to <clears throat> be handing out tasks or whatever it is that, that uh, you want people to do. and, and Screaming uh, and scream, yelling. Screaming and yelling. And, Pointing. Right. Um, so calm and concise. Um, you know, really just common sense, anything that, that, that seems less aggressive. Um, again, mm-hmm. you've talked about listening, listening actively to the other person's perspective. Um, this is going to obviously help you understand where they're coming from. Like you and, said, find that common yeah, ground. Yeah, find that common ground. Um, and then, I mean, this seems like a no-brainer uh, <laughs> to me, but, but you know, I'm thinking back to conversations I've had in groups of people and um, make sure you're not blaming or attacking other people. Right. Right? I mean, it, it's... It's uh, again at the end of the day, you got to find that common ground. We're all trying to get to the same the same result. Um, it's not any one one person's fault, right. and uh, just trying to stay positive. So, um, but that but I, I think this one is a tricky one, especially when you know you know when you think of the word assertive. You know, in my mind, I think of oh, I'm standing up for myself. Yeah. So. That one gets touchy because I feel like this one of all the barriers, this one probably is connected to human emotion. Oh, for sure. Um, quite a bit. Oh. And and anytime you're adding that into the element, I think it gets gets complicated. Yeah. And I you know, I always joke it's the it's the uh, you know, the blame game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to blame yeah, he's gonna blame something or someone, right? Mm-hmm. And so Can't you know, be me. It can't be me, right? <laughs> but you know, like you said, I think if you just focus in on the behavior. Yeah. Uh, that you rather than the you know person. Yeah. I think that'll that'll go a long way. Yeah. Um, how about you know tied to this? I think is is uh, speaking of emotions and and uh, connected to communication. How about you? How about your uh, advice on how do you give and receive yeah. constructive feedback? Yeah, that's a great question, and I think that's something that um, I continually work on. I think being in a leadership role where you are going to have to have some difficult conversations. How do you do that? Um, how do you how do you give constructive feedback without somebody saying, uh, you know, you're you're you know you're mean? Or I can't believe mm-hmm. you said that, or you know, then you lose a relationship, whatever, like that. But um, 
you know, here's what I would say, you know, when giving feedback. Again, I'm going to go back to what I just said. It's important to focus on, on the behavior or the action that you're addressing rather than attacking the person themselves. So again, I said it earlier, use I statements to express how you feel about the situation. And like you were saying earlier, to be specific about what you think could be improved. Uh, I would say also it's helpful to offer suggestions um, for how the person can make those improvements. And I think that's really important and, and something I've learned over time is you go into those conversations and you're going to give some constructive feedback. Well, you have to also, when you're giving that, make sure you're also offering suggestions on how someone can make improvements. I think that's important. When, when I'd say receiving feedback, because that's happened to me, again, being in a, a position, a, a, you know, leadership position, I have um, bosses and stuff like that. I think when you have those conversations, and again, I, I'm not saying this is easy because it's always, no, when somebody, yeah, when everybody, you know, when somebody's trying to tell you that maybe you're not doing something well, you need to do better, you know, you take that obviously very personal, but I, I guess my advice would be try to stay open-minded and avoid becoming defensive, right? It's really easy to become defensive and start saying, well, no, this or that. And then remember that the person giving the feedback is really trying to help you improve. And if you can keep all that growth mindset or that I want to get better at what I do and this person's going to help me get better um, and, and not tear me down, I, I think that's where you really need to focus on. I think, too, it's okay to ask clarifying questions. So if you're receiving that uh, feedback, ask clarifying questions if you're unsure or, or unsure what they mean. Um, but also, you know, I think this is really important, too, because uh, it shows a lot about your character, thank them mm. for their input. Because you wanna you wanna be a valued, high character person. So thank them for their input. Um, and then I would say the last thing is really take time to reflect on the feedback that you received, and then maybe co- consider how you can use it to make positive changes. Because at the end of the day, we all want to get better. And I'm I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say to you, Kevin, or anybody else that this is easy to do because it's not. Um, but really, if you can take that time to reflect and then figure out how you can use it to get better, I think that's what we want to do. We always want to get better. And I think some of the, you know, I think I think of coaches I've had, I think of other people <laughs> I've had who've helped shape who I am. They gave me a lot of feedback. Some of it I liked, some of it I didn't like, but it helped shape who I am and I think keeping an open mind. But, and I would just say uh, overall, the key to both giving and receiving constructive feedback uh, is to approach it with a mindset of growth and improvement. Like I said, I always have that mindset of, hey, I want to grow, I want to get better, rather coming from you know, criticism or judgment. So that's what I'd say on that. Do you have anything to add there before <laughs> I, I ask do. You? Just an interesting reflection um, on my own life, talking about coaches giving feedback, you know, growing growing up and and uh, being an athlete. Not once did I ever feel uneasy about a coach giving me feedback. Not once. I mean, I, I really mm-hmm. I look back and I, I it was almost like I I craved it. Yeah. Right. Never felt judged. Never felt. I mean, I knew they were trying to make me better, therefore trying to make the team better. Like it, it was welcomed, right? Yeah. But I'll be honest, sometimes receiving feedback outside of that arena, that's hard. So 
where what's the gap? Where's the gap? I'm just I mean, uh, no, realistically, I, I'm seriously curious because if I acknowledge that somebody is telling me something related to my job, they want me to be better. Mm-hmm. Why does that not feel as good or as welcoming when I was younger playing sports and my coach said, hey, why don't you try doing it like this? You're going to get a better result. And I'm oh, yeah, that's great. Thanks. Do you think it has to do with what, what the word you just said there, coach? I, I think it might be. You have a coach versus yeah. a, a boss. A boss. Right? I think it might be. It's a, it's a cultural it, thing. It's a, it's a, it's a climate. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, this one is here to make sure that we win. Mm-hmm. I get better and we win. This one is here to make sure that I'm not messing up. Right. So maybe that's a, maybe that's a mind shift in hmm. leadership. Be more of a coach. Coach. There like I'm, I'm not kidding you. That, that That's yeah. what I was thinking about this whole time. As well, soon as I you brought that up, exactly. like it's really weird. So that's cool. Hey, let's go to, I want to ask you this question before we wrap up here, but because in communication, there's times when you're going to have to go maybe negotiate Mm -hmm. with somebody. Maybe it's a boss, maybe it's just another person, or I I don't even know if I want to persuade or Mm. make people understand you. Um, How do you, how do you do that effectively? (laughs) Immediately just thought of a car salesman. Exactly. That's what yeah. I did too as I'm talking about of that. Of which I used to do. Um, you know, I'll tell you, I, I guess I'm putting myself in in the situation and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to go try to persuade someone, um, first and foremost, I think I'm going to really put in a strong effort to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm entering that negotiation or conversation and... I don't have a clear understanding of what my goals or priorities are. It's going to be really difficult for that person to interpret what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. So right. I think number one, I you know just be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, put your put your make sure all your ducks are in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably you know s- establishing a strong relationship, making mm-hmm. sure that you have a rapport with that person. Mm-hmm. You know sometimes you're not always going to be able to, to do that. Sometimes you might need to persuade or negotiate with somebody that you don't know. Right. But it's you'd be surprised how fast you can build rapport with somebody. Actually, even a stranger, um, you know, first impressions are pretty pretty powerful. So, what if you you know the word that you and I have talked a lot about there? Yeah, is listen, right? Yeah, it's so easy in our lives to you know talk 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 rather mm-hmm. than to stop, be silent, and listen. And I think that's yeah. something that I continually want to work on. But yeah, so. what's what's the old saying? You have. Two, two ears, ears and, and one mouth. One mouth for yeah. a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, focus on interests, um, not positions. If you're, you know, if you're trying to negotiate, you know, something related to work, um, using effective communication techniques is going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we use, you know, I'm going back to what you said, clear and concise in your messages. Again, you're trying to persuade somebody. You know, think about debate class. And mm-hmm. you're having a debate with somebody. If you're not clear and concise or you don't um, have a strong message and you're not confident in the way that you're communicating, you're not gonna you're not gonna make others confident that you know what you're talking about. Uh, and I would say manage manage your emotions, emotions yeah, you know, throughout one. that process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's gonna that's gonna give you more more credibility. And uh, I think ultimately be prepared to not get the answer that you you were looking for, mm-hmm. you know, and in other words, be, be okay with having to compromise. I mean, think about the word negotiate, right? It doesn't mean 
win. It doesn't mean I'm going to get exactly what I want. It means negotiate. Um, and, and oftentimes that, that involves, uh, some level of, of give and take. And so, uh, I think just being prepared to, to accept that you may not get the answer that you're looking for, um, I think will help you. I think that's great. I think those are great things. Hey, I think it's time to wrap up here. I always enjoy my time with you, KJ, but you know, effective communication is the backbone to any successful relationship. You know, like we said, it takes practice patience to improve your communication skills. Again, be mindful of your words, be mindful of your attitude your and your tone while communicating with others. Stay open-minded and empathetic in your approach to communication. We hope that these tips and strategies provided in this episode will help you in your journey towards effective communication. KJ, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Again, thank you for tuning in today to the Two Principles Life and Leadership Talk with KJ and JP. Hey, keep living with purpose and raise your frequency. Until next time, take care, everybody.